Attention in the jungle, all lights, sound, and animation start immediately. Please stand clear. How's it going? Uh, it's all right. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, uh, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that people are listening and enjoying. That too. That's Always fantastic. a bonus. Right? I, isn't that the goal for a podcast is that people actually listen and enjoy it? That I, I would think so. Yes. 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 Right? I don't know. But, I don't uh, know much. One friend said he listened to us as he mowed the lawn. So like, so people are doing activities and listening to us. Look at that. Yeah. We, uh, man, maybe we'll be indirectly responsible for some, uh, final destination grizzly death <laughs> one of these days. That'd be horrible. I want to, I want a gator wrangler as a fan that's listening to the podcast. Right. And we distract him. Uh, well, uh, full disclosure. Um, so this, uh, this episode will air right after Halloween, right after Halloween. Uh, and because, uh, this week has been crunch time with the Anaheim Halloween parade and fall festival and our little online show. So I've been super, I was super busy with that. And so I did not, uh, do what I should have done and come up with, uh, ideas for segments. I got plenty. That's perfect. I literally have enough to last us till January. That's fantastic. I also feel like my penance should be, uh, using this wheel as well. (laughs) I should be at the mercy of people's ideas. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's spin that wheel. Want to spin this wheel? I would love. All right, love to to play a roulette with this. I think you should spin it. Okay. I'll hold it. You spin it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number six, the Australian nine. <laughs> That's good. I'm stealing that. All right, number six. Ooh, ooh, this is a good one. This is from um. Doss Grubbs, who was a former skipper. Oh, Doss Grubbs, yeah. 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 Um, he said, you get to imagineer a new jungle cruise using current sections of the ride, mm. of the existing ride, limit to each. So we get to change two things. So you get to imagineer a new jungle cruise using current sections of the existing ride. Okay, so we change, We can change two sections yeah. of the ride. Each of us can change two sections of the ride. Okay. To imagineer a new jungle cruise. That's a good question mm. right there. It's not just... Yeah. There's some possibilities right? there. Uh, I will say the first thing that popped into my head uh, would be, and this is a serious one, I would reinstitute what you found on the map that uh, old old cranky pants Disney legend, uh, what's his face, uh, Tony Baxter uh, came up with. Oh. <laughs> the dinosaur, the lost world. Yeah. Fantastic. Right? I would reinstitute that. That took over, that was going to take over where the hippos are, right? This was an idea he had uh, before he was an Imagineer when he worked at, like on Main Street in a restaurant, and he wanted to be an Imagineer. Mm. And he heard about them doing the primeval world. Okay. He thought, wouldn't it be cool that at the backside of water it was just a wall of fog, and you went into this fog and you came out into this primeval world, and that's where the dinosaurs were. That's rad. And then you come around the corner and there's tra- not enough room for it, but around the corner there's Trader Sam, then you're back at the dock. Oh, okay. So you're just a little jaunt and then back through some more fog and, and then, then suddenly-, suddenly dinosaurs and then you're out. But okay. that would have been cool. That would have been rad. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah. That'd be my first one. Okay. How about you? I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do? Um, I would, uh, what would I redo? I would redo the Indian elephant bathing pool. Okay. Cause it's cool. And there's a lot of stuff to see, but it's not that exciting. No. It's like, all right. And there's, there's a Walt, there's actually a literal joke that Walt Disney K 
came up with that's there. Uh, one of the elephants is doing a, a routine that he invented. There's one when you're coming in the jungle and you're looking uh, straight at him, him and Lillian. <laughs> well, oddly enough, yes. Oh, it's, really? It's the NC- no, no. Uh, but <laughs> he was looking at the model. He's like, well, there needs to be one guy that's like getting out of the water and he's grabbing a branch. And he put a chair up and put his foot up and said like this. And he like, this is my oh, trunk. Wow. And he swung his arm up like he's grabbing a branch. And there's an elephant with his back to you. And he's got his a paw on land or a trunk, whatever it's called. That's not a trunk. It's his trunk is his nose. Well, one of his <laughs> feet is on the ground, but another one's like in the air and his trunk is grabbing a branch. Oh, crazy. And that is a Walt Disney joke. And people would look at it and laugh. And I would think, Walt Disney wrote that joke in the late 50s and it's still landing. Crazy. Right? I had no idea. It is a direct Walt Disney's idea. And it had the wiggle in the butt. They said, just like Walt did. He had this wiggle when he was doing it. So they made the elephant's butt wiggle. Right. It's 100% Walt Disney. Yeah. Huh. You know, if you look at, um, uh, and thank you for posting this spooky Hong Kong thing. Oh, yeah. If you look at the end of the Hong Kong Jungle Cruise, because the whole Jungle Cruise is kind of meh. It's all right. Yeah. But at the end of it, it has this huge climactic. It's just awesome. Yeah. I would add something like that to the end of the Jungle Oh, that'd be too. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just get rid of the get rid of the snake joke, get rid of the piranha, even Trader Sam. They really kind of swept the leg on him. They lately. did with the little shop. Like what Disneyland yeah. needs is one more, even a fake shop. We right? don't need more shops. No, they they all they can think of is what what can we add to this? How about a fake gift shop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, that that would be great. And if skippers aren't hiding personal possessions on that in that building. They are missing a golden opportunity. Absolutely, and Somebody needs to hop on over to that island and start exactly. plussing it up. Exactly. Uh, I, my second idea, and for some reason, this popped into my head. Uh, I don't know where. Well, yeah, I think I know where it would go. Uh, this would be a very, uh, and this isn't normally where I head, but I think it would be a good uh, synergistic opportunity. Okay. Uh I want uh, the characters of Winnie the Pooh in a shootout in the uh, camp <laughs> with the skippers. I want Winnie the Pooh with, with, the a, skippers. with a rifle. Oh, that's awesome. Shooting at the skippers. Yeah. I think that'd wow. be fun. Wow. That could the, be the scotch talking. That could be. <laughs> what would be their motivation for coming over the drone cruise? Just and, pure bloodlust. Just, all right, that's, hey, that's legit. <laughs> yeah. I, as as Winnie the, I don't know if you've read uh, the Winnie the Pooh novels, but they are uh, graphically bloody. Are they? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Disney really sanitized the whole story. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Well, Pooh shirt is red. So that's you know, right. It's, it's Originally white at the start of the book. <laughs> and it gets red. Yes. Yeah. He is hanging out with a tiger. So that's <laughs> some violent animals. Yeah. So that, that's what I'd like. I went to the Pooh shootout at the camp. <laughs> just mix all the genres. Just Let's right just there. It. <laughs> right there. Wow. I knew there was the idea of having uh, it go through the indie queue. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. I mean, it, it would be impossible to do because where the buildings are. But uh, yeah, that would have been pretty fan. If you've seen that, I don't know if you're listening. Check out that concept art uh, back when they were blue skying the Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, the concept was we would have driven boats to the elephant bathing pool and that would have been a dock. You pull up, you unload people who would then get in line for Indiana Jones. And then you would load up with people who just got off Indiana Jones and then take them back to the dock. So no Jungle Cruise. No, the Jungle Cruise would still exist. It would just have a break in the middle where you could get off if you wanted and go on another ride. And then they realized, so if you want to go on Indy, you got to wait 
25 minutes to get on the Jungle Cruise and then wait another hour or two to get on Indy. I mean, in concept, a cool, cool idea. Cool idea. There's there's the concept art though where they have the the jeep ride, they have the mm-hmm. mine train ride, mm-hmm. a walk through, and then jungle and then cruise the boat. boat. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I didn't want it to be like Florida where they get silent when they enter the temple. Oh yeah, they they're make them talking, talking and they're all fun. Hey, this is great. Hey, but, mm. <laughs> and then they're just dead silent. And I'm like, did the microphone break? So we went on it again later. I'm like, nope that that this is the choice. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be key because yeah. I I feel like what they've done lately and I could be wrong. You'd know better than I would. Uh, I feel like what they've done is they've made more reasons for the skipper to have to shut up throughout the attraction. Yes. Which is their whole goal. Is it? It's not Imagineering's goal, but management. Yeah. That's why like the, uh, like the new boat scene is fine. The sunken boat in the yeah. hippo pool and whatnot, but it is so loud. Like they have made it so loud back in our day. We literally would have gone out and broken some of the speakers, right? The kids today who worked there a little too scared to break equipment. Come on, break it, do it. Um, I broke one at a gas station once it was like three in the morning in Washington, DC. And I stopped to get gas and it had a speaker and it's like, and Chevron and, and, and like the guy next to me winced. And so I just reached up and found the wires and yanked them out the back and the guy burst out laughing and I'm like, I don't want to be screamed at at no. three in the morning in DC when it's five degrees and I'm getting gas. They, uh, I remember, uh, leading up to the Oasis, uh, debacle, uh, when the Aladdin's Oasis show was there, we had uh-huh. the catwalk that would go directly behind them. Yeah. And, uh, they didn't like that we would walk and you could see our heads and yeah. whatnot and we'd be talking to go backstage. And so they put up a bunch of props yeah. and made us take the lower one. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm I'm sure you did this. Uh, a lot of us in defiance, uh, instead of taking the lower catwalk, we would roll across the top <laughs> of all the props that they'd given us and shake it and break stuff <laughs> off because we were all children. <laughs> they, were, they hated us so much. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Because a friend was the, uh, the director of the show and she's like, you guys, when you see the lights, do you get louder on purpose? And we're like, I cannot confirm that. But yes. I mean. Yes, we do. Maybe if you hadn't complained, maybe if you weren't constantly giving us crap, which is weird <laughs> as I knew a couple of the actors from when I had been in entertainment at Disney and they were super nice guys. It was their stage manager who any noise. Mm. Cause one of the actor guys like, I don't even hear you guys, but she was there with the microphones and she heard everything and could see it all. And so it drove her crazy. So I mean, she, this is the most important thing at Adventureland is this little tiny show that show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, when Diane Doyle created it, it was supposed to last for like two weeks. Really? It was there for like 12 years. Dang. Yeah. <clears throat> she sounded rad. I wish I could have met her. She was uh, one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, she passed away a few years ago. Uh, Literally. One of the people, that after you hang out with them, you're like, wow, I'm like the rest of your day is better because you got to hang out with her. You're like, she was like, had that kind of energy. Man. Yeah, and she was walking with um, uh, evil villain, Paul Pressler. Uh, look them up. You'll be angry too. But they were walking the adventure with a bunch of other people. And, um, he goes, well, what's in there? And they, nothing, nothing's been in like that. Nothing's been in there for years. And so he just goes, he just tapped dangles, put something in there. And they just kept walking. <laughs> and that's only the direction she got. Okay. Put something in there. And so she came up with that fun fact. One more fun fact. Absolutely. It was covered with pillows all over the floor, you know, for the kids to come sit down okay. and they had to, eventually they bought these really expensive one. And Diane's like, well, I'm a mom. I kids are going to just pee all over those because they're really? not going to want to leave. They will just rather pee their pants than leave. 
So Disney bought very expensive pillows that all got peed on and had to be thrown away. And then they bought like washable ones with like heavy <laughs> canvas fabric. And she's like, I told you. Well, yeah. kids won't leave because the show is exciting. They'll just pee their pants. A lot of people don't realize, and you may not realize this, uh, the first couple of weeks it was open, it wasn't called Aladdin's Oasis. It was Aladdin's Piss Palace. Aladdin's Piss Palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had to change the name of the show. They did. They did because it got a bad. Uh, yeah. Only It only played at Golden Hour every day. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more really highly inappropriate story about that place. Absolutely. Remember the bathroom that was in there? Yes. And the little tower? Like the little, it was yeah, it was, that was like my favorite bathroom to use when I was working. Evidently. Okay. I did not get to experience this, uh, despite my best efforts. <laughs> Evidently that was the most common bathroom at Disneyland for people to go in and have sex. Really? Yes. I guess that makes sense because it's no, no shows running. There were no it's shows. You could walk in there and, uh, uh, one friend of mine who had done it, uh, said, Oh yeah, I just told everybody like, people were there. And I said, Oh, I just got to give my boyfriend his insulin shot. <laughs> Because he's diabetic. Oh, God. When they came out together, like, oh, he's diabetic. And he was, I had to give him his insulin. I'm like, okay. Okay. Good times. Dang. <laughs> had no idea. That was the, uh, you know, I wonder, same. I wonder, has anybody really literally figured out what ride most people have been consummated on in the, uh, the park? I think, um, uh, accidentally probably the Matterhorn, but, uh, <laughs> Since they that changed was, the seats. Nobody wanted it that no. way. Well, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> now the Matterhorn, it went from um, unintentional pregnancies to uh, intentional spinal surgery. That's right. Because that thing, <laughs> good God. Uh, I think it was adventure through inner space. Literally. Yeah. Hello. Ah. Uh, from a couple people that I interviewed that worked there, it was just make out city. Really? Yeah. That was, that was like an Omni mover ride, right? It was. Uh, it's one of the questions that was also oh, on the really? wheel was what could you, what, if you ask people, what's the most common attraction you would bring back that used to be there? Yeah. Most people have said the, um, adventure through inner space. Well, let's just make that our next topic. Cause that's it a was, capital question. It was awesome. I never, I never actually went on it. I saw somebody that recreated it. What I think it, cause it's closed in 85. Yeah. I was technically alive. Yeah. I wasn't making memories. No, no. Uh, so, all right. So the, the, the question was, right, so, uh, Disney attractions that aren't here anymore that you would like to bring back, you would like to bring back I sound louder. Do I feel louder? Am I louder? Am I good? I think you're good. Okay. There's a plethora of them. You get one. I only get one. You only get one. Oh God. This one. is tough. This is tough. Cause I have fond memories of the, uh, the boats, <gasps> the little boats. In Tomorrowland. Yeah. With the little pedal. Yeah. Little, 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 yeah. Little, yeah. The little putt putt boats. That was fun. I yeah. enjoyed those. Yeah. I'll give you two. Okay. Because I want two. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you yeah, you go your two and I'll think. Okay. So I adventure through inner space. Okay. The great makeout ride. Yes. Of whatever. And uh, uh, of course I went to grad night with a guy. So that didn't, and I'm not gay. So that's tells you a little bit about my dating life. <laughs> so, um, but anyway. Uh, that but what but what happens in adventures through inner space stays, stays with security <laughs> and their cameras. So, uh, yeah, interviewed a guy. He said you go in this one spot and you're right in front of people, and it's so dark they don't know it. And he goes after like three or four minutes, your eyes adjust and you can see everything. Oh wow! And he goes, it would turn the corner and tops would come off. Like they people were ready to go, and you'd be like, because you can either tell them to knock it off or just enjoy. 
And it was the 70s. Because it was the 70s. We just kind of let things happen. <laughs> you like, see a cigarette light up in the, uh, right? the shadow. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, that's the other, point. the other thing I would bring back. I, oh, I would almost rehire just to work this one. What, we what could bring it? it back. The Mike Fink keel boats. Oh, the ones that keep tipping over, right? If you don't know how to load them right, they tip over. So the Mike Fink keel boats, they weren't on a track. You got to spiel and be funny. Okay. And you got to really drive it. So you got to, had to go around the canoes and the Mark Twain and the Columbia. Yeah. And uh, it got crazy when they overloaded it. And then too many people went on top. They oh. used to have very strict rules. If you were on the bottom, you had to stay there. If you were on the top, you had to stay on the top. They let people go up and down and that's because it's a little top heavy. Yeah. But aren't we all? Because Walt, right? But Walt wanted the river busy. So he wanted to see lots of boats all the time on the river. Okay. Because he wanted to be like America, it's industry and we're yeah. moving forward and all that <laughs> good 50s stuff. And so he wanted those on there. They brought him back briefly in the 90s. Really? And then that's when one toppled over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, they use that as a way to cancel. That them. was it. But I loved going on them. The guy was always super funny. I never went yeah. on that. Yeah. Mike Fink keelboats. Hmm. And uh, forgive my ignorance. Mike Fink. Who's that? From Davy Crockett. Oh. From one episode of Davy Crockett. Wow. A deep cut. Yes. He might've been on two, but he and Davy Crockett go on a boat race. Okay. Up the Mississippi. And somehow Davy Crockett beats the guy who does it for a living. Well. Come on. It's Davy Crockett. Come on. Uh, I would, I'd be interested in revisiting some of those old Davy Crockett's. I'm sure they've aged very well. <laughs> I'm sure they have. You're not going to see anything embarrassing about Native Americans or Asians. No, nothing. It'd be like you and I having a contest to design a logo. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to win. How the hell am I going to win this? It's Davy. Like, <laughs> If the theme song was mine, I would definitely win the contest. <laughs> so yeah, that's who Mike Fink is. That's why one is the Bertha May and one was whatever. Okay. But, but uh, it was a fun little boat ride around the river. And it was just, they were funny and they would crack jokes. And the closest I've ever gotten to it was at a, a it was a, on one night I was on the Columbia and there used to be a smoking section right in front of the haunted mansion right on the river. Yeah. With little handicap sections was smoking during the day. And as the boat's going by, the guy picks up the mic and he goes, ahoy flavor country. <laughs> and I lost it. I laughed so hard. I heard, and he goes, Oh, one person got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, uh, so yeah. Uh, I, I think I found a loophole. I know we have two, okay. but can I combine two into one to form one that comes back? Sure. Okay. I would like, I want the people mover to come back. Mm, yes. I also want the rocket rods to come back. Oh. So I want to combine them into one thing where it's just the people mover, but it does a wheelie <laughs> and it goes like 30 miles an hour. I would enjoy this. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I think I would enjoy this. Did you go on the rocket rods? I went on the rocket rods. Yeah. <gasps> did uh, you? Yeah. Did you never? No, I was in DC when it opened and closed. I'll tell you what, uh, it gets a bad rap and it's because uh, as we all know, famously that they didn't want to pay to bank the turns and it yeah. kind of ripped the ride to shreds. Yeah. Uh, not a bad ride. It was fine. It was fun. Yeah. It had a little wheelie, a weird noise, boom, and it would drive down the track real okay. fast. And, uh, You'd zip through Tomorrowland and then uh, wow. 
get hit in the face with a couple of bugs, be back there before you know it. It was great. I know that Goodyear, whoever the, the BF Goodrich, whoever was the tire company that sponsored it, yeah. dropped out after like three months because they were burning through so many tires. <laughs> the company was like, we can't afford to be donating so many tires to Disneyland. Right. Like, no. With the people mover, it was like, we gave you a tire like once every 10 years. <laughs> Was solid plastic. It was just shards of metal yeah. under the people mover. That was fun going to Disney World. It's going on the people mover. Oh yeah, mover. that was great. That was such a blast. I do miss I do miss a, a good people mover. Uh if they can't combine them, my my first one is the people mover. Yeah. I would like to have that back. It was a yes. gentle, leisurely stroll. Uh, and you need that. Yeah. It's like a nice little break in your day, but you're still out doing fun things. And it's keeping you off the walkway. Yep. And it's yep. it's uh, there's a reason they had these uh, people eaters. Yep. Right? That was what the, they called them? Crowd eaters? Uh, the People Mover did kill more people than any other ride at Disneyland. I mean, famously it's, vicious. It is. It it did. Uh, somebody made like funny posters of old attractions and it said, the People Mover, the slowest way possible from point A to point A. <laughs> also correct. I thought that is so great. Uh, as a kid, uh, did the uh, the boarding process ever give you anxiety? Kind of, because it was moving. It was so stressful. Like in the, in the circle. Yeah. Like the Grizzly River Rapids. Oh, yeah. Where you got to get in and get buckled in and before it goes. It's just you're off to the races. And, yeah. and as a kid, I always thought, well, God, if I miss the people mover, if I miss the one that the cast member said, uh, we're dead. We're all dead. <laughs> I didn't go that far. <laughs> but uh, I remember being focused on getting in. And yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would enjoy it. There's no way they could bring it back correctly now because there were parts of that ride where it was like 300 feet in the air and a vertical drop yeah. right underneath it. I don't yeah. think you could do that now. Yeah. They'd have to make it more cage-like mm-hmm. so you couldn't get out of the people mover at all. And God, can you imagine if the, if you were in a people mover cage and it fell into the into the <laughs> sub lagoon? You're drowning. Oh, God. You're dead. <laughs> Good as dead. Dead. That'd be fun for the people on the submarine to watch, though. <laughs> I think they should get rid of the submarine ride. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can combine this. What rides that we want back and you have to get rid of a ride to bring the ride back. I would personally (laughs) buy the gasoline (laughs) to burn down star tours to the earth. (laughs) I, I'll help you. I'll buy the matches. I would want every piece of that building removed and burned and then shot to space. Star Tours 2.0 is a travesty. I know we've kind of oh, touched upon it. They made it worse. Did they? Star Tours 2.0 is worse because now you're time traveling inside the Star Wars universe. Oh, so you can bounce around yeah. anywhere? Sometimes you're in the prequels. Sometimes you're in the 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 classic trilogy. It's been a hot minute since I've been on that ride. Oh, God. Uh, and it only made it worse because uh, we talked about it and I think my phone heard it. And so the other night, uh, after a couple of drinks, I'm flipping through uh, the YouTube, yeah, and uh, it pops up. Somebody had remastered a 70 millimeter uh, negative of the original Star Tours oh, wow. ride, and uh, I was watching it. I'm like, it's a goddamn masterpiece. It's it's better than the sequel films. It's 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 one of the best Star Wars films. That period. is literally saying nothing. <laughs> True. Uh, it's yeah. It's so well paced out. Yes. The jokes are so well written. Everything's just firing on all cylinders. Uh, and I get the uh, the imagineering hard on that you get 
uh, from, oh, we have all these different possible routes you can take uh-huh. and they all, here's the break point and blah, 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 blah. No one cares. Just give me a really well thought out, well paced, well timed thing. Yeah. They try it in the new one where you have that little break and like Yoda pops up or or uh, Princess Leia. And oh, the, about the spy or yeah, something. They try it yeah. to like pace it a little bit, but you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just awful. Okay. Because Star Wars is a long time ago. Yes. It should not be in Tomorrowland. No. Like they should move it to Galaxy's Edge or burn it to the ground. <laughs> and what bothers me is the ride I want back used to sit right there. That's right. Okay. So, so they replaced one of my favorite rides with one of the rides I hate with a passion. And the <laughs> fact that it sits on top of where the good one used to sit. Yes. Oh, that's a. Uh... <laughs> it's like making it's like making one of my favorite bands get up and leave so that Aerosmith can sit there. You're like, no, stop no, it. This <laughs> disaggression will not stand. And then Aerosmith is playing the songs of the previous band. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, all right. So so you want Adventures Through Inner Space back and yes. you are willing to burn down Star Tours to get it. I'm willing to burn it down without getting that back. Oh. I just want to burn down Star Tours. <laughs> There's going to be, they're going to hear this podcast and God help you. If anything actually happens to star tours, you're the first person they're going to come I'm to. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. Cause I won't, I won't burn it down, but if it happens, I'll be there laughing my ass off. <laughs> okay. So that's your ride swap. I want the people mover back. Yeah. Preferably if we can uh, combine it with the breakneck 25 mile an hour speed of the rocket rods. Uh, I guess the ride that I would be willing to sacrifice to, uh, uh to bring it back from the dead. Hmm. Controversial, controversial opinion. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Oh, heresy. Get it out of here. Really? Let's kill Lincoln a second time. (laughs) Really? Do you like that ride? Who likes that ride? I I wouldn't even call it a ride. Do you like that building, the air conditioned (laughs) building that you sit in and watch a crappy animatronic president (laughs) talk into the void for 15 minutes? (laughs) Okay. First of all, that was the first building built at Disneyland. Okay. I'm not saying get rid of the building. I'm saying it was, it was like the carpentry shop for the, everything that was built was built in that building. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the great moments of Mr. Lincoln because of its historical, the, the animatronic itself. Yeah. And then I also liked, I like the message of his speech, which is a, it's a, like a conglomeration of several different speeches they mix together. Oh, it's a greatest hits. It is. It basically says if America's going to collapse, we're going to do it to ourselves. We're not going to be attacked by anybody from the outside. And if you've been paying attention to the news for the past how many years, <laughs> bang on, could he have been more accurate? <laughs> That's why he's our best president ever. Lincoln. Uh, when I taught my history of Disneyland class, I would make my students go. I mean, it's here's the thing. I'm not saying the messaging isn't as bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's not thrilling. No one, no kid plans their day and goes, mommy, I want to hit great moments with Mr. Lincoln yeah, first before yeah. we get on Indiana Jones. Yeah. But you got to have a spot for the union members to work. Like the old guys that are too old to work any other attraction. They, they kind of park them there. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would, I would imagine the gallery or something. No, if you work in attractions, uh, and you're old and crabby. You work at you work at Lincoln, and you work at Tiki Room now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> there was this guy who suddenly passed away a couple of years ago. Really? But every time I saw him, he was always like mad and complaining 
I'm like, why is this cast member allowed to act like that? Like, oh, he's the shop steward for the union for attraction guys. Oh. So he's always just, and I saw him do the worst introduction to the tiki room ever. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they let guys that aren't. How was it? It was, he, he was awful at it. <laughs> this is one Walt Disney's originals and it started 1963 and uh, I'll start the show. Wake up, Jose. <laughs> yeah. And then he just kind of hit the button and that was it. And I saw him at um, Lincoln and he had cornered two clearly young cast members. And he was talking about how the union and the company's trying to screw us over right in front of all these guests. And he had them like against the wall and was like pointing at them and like, Oh wow. And, I, and I'm like, that's, and I had a class with me. I'm like, that's the shop union guy. Who's not doing good customer service. May I say to back it up? Uh, I do love that. Uh, the enchanted Tiki room has been an attraction for what? 50 years now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they still have yet to change the uh, Jose uh, calling uh, the host a senorita. But that gives you a great joke though. That's true. It yeah. is the, one of the best jokes you can do it at the was. Tiki room. I always, it always got a laugh. It did. Uh, you know, the, uh, do not it, call me a girl. Yeah. <laughs> not call me senorita. Yeah. Hola, senorita. senorita. Like, yeah. I would. I go, Come on. I don't really yell. You got to react to it. Cause yeah. then people laugh. Yeah. That was the best joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say you have, you have valid points, but if I have to give, if I have to give up one for one, Lincoln, that seems yeah. like an easy one. Yeah. 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 I would give up. I would give up Lincoln to get the people mover back. And as a, as a, someone with a PhD in American history, that kills me to say it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we, we've, we reached on one. What's our second Attraction that we want back, and then one that we'll give away. I feel so dirty right now. <laughs> oh, I already said mine. The Mike Fink. You kill want the boats. Mike Fink killboats back? I want that back. Okay. Uh, what would I give up? Yeah. There aren't that many attractions there. Now that you think about it. Yeah. Once you start going over, I'm like, they really haven't gotten rid of much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the sky buckets. Yeah, I gotta want. I don't oh, bring those back. Yeah. No, those aren't. Nah. It's an excuse to spit on people. I would be willing to get back the Mike Fink killboats. Yes. I would be ready and willing to get rid of the submarines. Oh. I'd make a bold. If you're going after Lincoln, I'm going after the submarines. <laughs> the Lincoln of the sea. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what submarines were known as. The That's right. The, the Lincolns of the sea. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting take. Not against it. Uh, what What makes you think that the submarines aren't worthy of sticking around? Other than the fact that the rumor is they just keep the Matterhorn from falling over. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Really? I always um, hear that like, oh, they're worried that if they take out the submarines that the uh the structural integrity uh, uh will fail in the matter or not. Huh. But uh, that's that's gotta be that, uh that can't be true. That can't be true. It was true for the uh um Tarzan's treehouse. Really? That a uh I had two different cast members confirm to me it was structurally unsafe, and that's why it suddenly closed. That's why they were doing all this yep. work on it. Yep. It wasn't like, Oh, what's Disney planning? No, Disney was planning to not have a tree fall over. Is what Disney <laughs> was planning. Um, but it was, it was, and it wasn't the main tree. It was the new part that was bad. Oh, the little walkway. Yep. That's why it got taken out. Oh, uh, I was told that part, the new part, they must've half-assed it. Yeah. Or must've not done their Disney due diligence. But well, that was during the Pressler era, yep, right? Yeah. Yep. That's why it sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, it was structurally unsound and they had to reinforce it. And that's why they decided, oh, that's why they don't have a plan. Is it going to be Encanto? Is it going to be Tarzan's oh. Treehouse? Is it going to be, well, no one knows because they didn't have a plan for it. They just didn't want it to fall over. Yeah. They realized, <laughs> oh, this isn't safe. We can't keep this running. I mean, 
it's it's incredible it lasted as long as it did. I'm sure they're going to reopen it at some point with some yeah. major modifications. But when you're walking up in that thing, you're pretty high up, and uh, it's it's incredible that it lasted this long. Some of the best views. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Did you ever have to go up there to clear it out for Fantasmic? No, you never did. I never got to. I used to have to go up there and kick people out oh. for Fantasmic, and then there was a lead who would always find a young visitor and he would escort her through the treehouse after it closed. They're always <laughs> gone a while. That's weird. I don't know. Uh, so maybe treehouse is the second most, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a, in the drawing room. Um, Oh yeah. Uh, I believe, uh, one of our friends who was a trainer found a couple just naked and going to town in the, where, where Jane is sketching Tarzan. Oh, wow. When it was closed for Fantasmic. Okay. Yeah, she thought she saw people go up there, so she grabbed a flashlight. and It's that Phil Collins. Does it? I mean, <laughs> you'll you be try in, to resist that. You'll be in my heart, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you'll be in something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was structurally unsound and uh, a place to be naked at the park. <laughs> <laughs> but, but right outside... Uh, a lot of little kids. Why is my middle name Tarzan? Shut up. Um, <laughs> but there, there was a little table with chairs that they had set up. Okay. That people could sit at and people would sit there too long. So they took them out. Oh, it was, it was like a cool little break spot. And, and yeah. Uh, but you had to go in there and yeah. Okay. So, so you'll get rid of the submarines. Yes. To get your Mike Fink keel boats back. And then that whole area of the park, cause the submarines are huge. Yeah. It's that whole quarter of Tomorrowland. You could put the Tron right in there. Oh, yeah. You could put whatever you want. Go nuts. Yeah. No sub, something fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, as we were saying, this is kind of a deceptively tricky thing because things that you're nostalgic for, Disney has no problem bringing back. Mm-hmm. Like Main Street Electrical Parade. Oh, my God. That poor parade just keeps getting trotted back out yeah. and they don't fix it up. No. So it's just, just the sad parade with like extension cords running down main street. Uh, <laughs> they really need to stop bringing it back. Uh, let's see. What would I bring back as my second attraction? You know what? It's not an attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would very much enjoy having the, the, uh, the restaurant corner bakery uh, that is now a shop it's like when you're when like right next to the Mad Hatter, like if you're walking in on Main Street. Okay. Um, if memory serves me correctly, uh, you're walking past the gallery, past the Mad Hatter. Okay. On your right, there's a shop now, but it used to be a place that you could order food, and there's a little patio. And I remember distinctly uh, having a nice piece of pie and watching the Main Street Electro Parade in its prime. Wow. Uh, move past there, so I would like that back. Okay. That was a nice little, we need more spots where you can just kind of sit and lounge and, and watch things move by in the yeah. park. That's why I like the tropical hideaway. Yeah. It's got that vibe to it. I enjoy yeah. that. I would like yeah. that back and to, to get that back, uh, one for one, like the, uh, the soul stone in, in Endgame. Ooh. uh, I would like to get rid of. I, I don't know that I actually genuinely feel this, but I do know that it'll make people mad. Okay. Uh, it's a small world. Oh, heresy. Is it though? I'm, I'm one of the rare people that really enjoys that ride. I really enjoy the holiday version. 
Holiday version, solid. I love it. It makes yeah. me very happy. Yeah. But I mean, who goes to Disneyland? Who drops $3,000 to go into that park? And then another several hundred dollars to actually get on the rides. Yeah. Uh, and goes, yeah, it's a small world. I love it's a small world. I enjoy the history. I love the art direction. Mary Blair is a genius. Yeah. Uh, but if we gotta, if we gotta pull something out, although uh, I guess, you know, you know, does the Winnie the Pooh ride still exist? Yeah. I'll, I'll get rid of Winnie the Pooh. Get rid of that. Yeah. Dump that. Thing. I'll, yeah. I'll change my answer. Okay, good. I'll good. spare. Good. Cause I'll tell you a, a, um, it's a small world. Fun fact. Mm. I interviewed Alice Davis, who was the costume designer. She oh, did really? pirates. She did small world. And so she asked what, cause they got a, it's a budget, right? Today it would all be made out of like tissue paper. Uh, cause JPEG has got, you know, <laughs> mansions to buy. They'd be video screens with projections. It, of Exactly. Kids. Unless they were too expensive, then it would just be crepe paper <laughs> that they bought at Michael's. Um, but she asked Walt, well, you know, what do you want? How fancy do you want all these dolls to be? And he said, I want them to look like a doll that any girl would be excited to have at their house. Wow. And so she had to make, for every character that's there, she made a duplicate costume. She goes, I used real silk and real gold fabrics and all these like fancy things. And Walt goes, I want it to look that nice every single one. Wow. That was Walt. Yeah. And that's why it's still there. That's true. Unlike rocket rods. It was like, well, let's half-ass it. Yeah. We can't, we don't want to spend the money to fix the track. We'll just half-ass it. Well, I mean, their problem was they did dress the rocket rods in the finest silks. They did. And that ruined it. was a bad choice. Yes, it was. <laughs> so I thought that was fun that, that she said it was it was one of her favorite projects to work on. That's fantastic. Why like, were you interviewing Alice Davis? Met her at that Disney History Conference. Oh. Uh, I went, so I went to this Disney History Conference. Can I tell you this story? Yeah. Get it off. It's no good. Um, I went with a buddy of mine. And it was all these famous Disney people. And he immediately left me and sat at a, a table with Tony Baxter. It was a one seat left and he took it. <laughs> so I'm there with my tray of food. And I'm like, well, what the hell do I do? So I see this old lady sitting by herself. I'm like, well, sit next to this lady. Yeah. And I'm like, may I sit here? She's like, oh, please. And so we start chatting and I'm like, oh, I'm da- oh who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm Dave Marley. And, and who are you? She's like, oh, I'm Alice Davis. And I'm like, holy. And so this guy comes and sits next to me and the table fills up and they're all chatting. And he's like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a professor at Cal State Florida. What do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a producer. I've, I've produced some movies for Disney. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. Like, what's the last thing you did for them? He's like, oh, Maleficent. Oh, God. And he goes, and he pulls up his phone. Here's me with uh, Angelina Jolie last week in London. <laughs> and the guy goes, tell him your big job. It was Don Ham. Now it's a Disney legend. Oh, last, yeah. This year named a Disney legend. Well-deserved. Absolutely. And uh, he goes, yeah, I produced this. I produced The Little Mermaid. I produced um, a Beauty and the Beast. I produced <laughs> it's like all these different movies he produced. I'm like, oh, my God, you made my life magical. <laughs> So I'm sitting with Don Han on one side talking about producing these classic movies. Yeah. And then Alice Davis is on my other side. And then my buddy's like, how'd you get to sit with all those cool people? <laughs> and I'm like, I was left alone. <laughs> and I saw an old lady sitting by herself. And I'm like, I'm going to go sit with this elderly lady and have me a conversation there. I mean, I've only been in that situation once or twice where you sit down and then suddenly you're just, Oh my God, I, yeah. I have I have no seat at this table. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of the people at the table was Andres Deja, the great animator oh, yeah. who did all the villains. And because we're right, we're both from Southern California. You don't freak out about celebrities. You don't make a big deal yeah. about it. 
So I only talk to these people if I had like a reason. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no reason to speak to that man. Right. I'm not going to geek out. So later on, this event has an evening cocktail hour or hours at Walt Disney's home in, in Los Feliz neighborhood of LA. Oh my God. Where he lived from the thirties till like 55. So we're there and touring the house and I'm out by the pool, by the little snow white house that Walt had made for his daughters. I'm standing right by it. Andres Deja walks out, walks up to me. He goes, are you the guy that teaches that history of Disneyland class? Oh my God. Almost peed my pants. <laughs> Almost peed my pants. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> and so we sat and talked for like 15 minutes. Oh my God. It was, a, he could not have been any nicer. Such a great, gracious man. I'm like, you are so freaking talented. Why are you talking to me? That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Uh, the cool, the genuinely cool people I've ever met, like famous, amazing people are that cool. Yeah. It's, it's the people that aren't that talented that are just jackasses. Yes. They're upset. Yeah. Yeah. If you're super, super talented, like, like those cats. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just a nice chill they're, cat. Like all of them could not have been more yeah. Yeah, kind and cool and just, yeah, I produced being the beast. Like who? Yeah. Anybody could have done that. The one of those that I went to. Yeah. Everybody was super, super friendly. And yes, nice. yeah. that was a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I'm trying to remember where were we? Where were, what were we talking? So I, I spared the the life of it's a small world. You did, because uh, you got rid of. Uh, I got rid of Winnie the Pooh. Because honestly, Pooh. who cares? Yeah. Uh, in fact, get rid of that. Bring back Country Bear. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> that'd be great and easy. Um, so, do we each have two now? Yeah. Fantastic. We're good. We did it. We, we solved have- Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> we fixed Disneyland. There you go. In one podcast. It's all. You're you're welcome. Attention the jungle. All light, sound, and animation is to be shut off immediately. Please stand clear.